All right, we are back. It has been a hot minute, dude. We um, we have been out of town. I was out of town for work, and then uh, you were out of town for a vacation. But I think it was much needed for both of us to kind of. Oh, I, well, I, I mean, I was focusing on work, but you deserved a vacation, and um, I'm just glad to be back, man. We need to get some get some content out here. I know. I'm, I'm excited to be back. Honestly, I I did on vacation i went on a cruise and nothing was more frustrating than being on a boat in the middle of nowhere and trying to submit some prize picks and every time <laughs> prize prize picks would say sorry we don't allow uh picks in washington in, in washington I'm, like, I'm not in washington and it was, Dude, that's it was so worse. frustrating but so i basically had a week off of prize picks i was super bummed about it but whatever that's how i was like two weeks ago when I was out traveling to see my dad. So I went to the Steelers game a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they won, whatever. They still suck. But I wanted to do a price fix there. But price picks, like in the East, there's like three states that it's not allowed in. And I went into all three states. So it was Ohio, <laughs> Pennsylvania, and then Maryland. It wasn't allowed uh. in. But it was allowed in D.C. in Maryland. So like the little district. If I went into their bubble, oh, wow. I could put in a, I could put it in, and so we went there that's to the funny. zoo one day, and then I put it in a little little prize picks. That's yeah, that's funny. Um, right. It's our plug for you, prize picks. Legalize it everywhere. Let's go. Seriously, Idaho. I got friends in Idaho that want to do it. They're trying to get me to do it over here in yeah. South Carolina. So <laughs> let's just let's <laughs> just make it everywhere. Um, yep. But sweet, we got we got some. Good stuff to talk about. Um, a lot of things have happened since we last hopped on here, but tons. I think Brax, yeah, Braxton and I just wanted to uh, talk about. I mean, we're heading into week five. There's a lot of surprise players on both the good and the bad. We're just gonna kind of go over them. Um, so why don't you why don't you kick us off, man? Yeah, I think. I mean, no surprise here. I think everybody is kind of shocked at how good they actually are is i mean the texans overall but in particular cj stroud and the, the couple of weapons he's got there and in nico collins and tank dell because it seems like to me it at least it always seems like rookie quarterbacks if they go in with kind of some no-name guys they really struggle i mean look at bryce young for example has has Adam Thielen, but outside of that, who the heck is he throwing to? Whereas CJ Stroud, I mean, he's he's making everybody around him better. Like Nico Collins showed flashes in the past, but nothing consistent. And then, uh, and yeah, he's been going off now. And and then uh, Tank Dell's had really great weeks as well. So good surprise from the Texans' offense. It's been cool to see. For sure. And I know earlier on we were uh, we were pretty hyped about. Um, Damian Pierce and he's been like we talked about it earlier they had some rough matchups early on but he got it going against Pittsburgh last week and I think like their whole offense is just on the up and up which is I mean it's kind of a surprise I, usually you don't bet on rookie quarterback offenses but I don't know they got they got some some stuff going for them it's it's pretty exciting for sure um, no, and I really like that like it, it helps that they play the the Colts twice a year, the Titans That's twice so a year, true. the Jags yeah. twice a year, which, yeah, that whole whole division's super weird and interesting right now. But. Yeah, it is weird. I think everybody thought the Jags were going to run away with it, and 
I mean, they're, they're like up and down, like crazy, super inconsistent. So yeah, I was, that's exciting, especially for dynasty. Like if you do a dynasty league, all their whole offense is really young. And so there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, I guess a lot of value, um, for dynasty purposes. But, um, the next one we, we brought up here, I think it's all the hype in fantasy right now. Um, I have a couple of these players. I've gotten tons of trade offers for them, but it's the Dolphins running back, which um, right now it's Moster and it's A-Chain, and they both have gone crazy the last couple weeks. Yeah, those guys have been going off. I mean, that game where they both had all these all the touchdowns was absolute insanity. But yeah. it was good. It was good to see them kind of even even in like a negative game script where the Bills were kind of just kind of putting it on from the beginning. Like it was good to still see. Um, the running backs heavily evolved, mainly mainly A chain. I mean, Roaster, Moster had a little bit of a tougher week um, as far as his usage went, but but yeah, the Dolphins are still using their running back and still getting them involved. And um, one thing I think is just I, I hate to say it because because I wish that I don't know I wish that the Chargers were the ones doing this, but I think the coolest part about the Dolphins in general is. They really have like this style of like positionless football where like if you look at all their skill players, whether it's Tyreek, Waddle, A Chain, Mostert, like uh Braxton Berrios, like like look at every single person on their offense, they're all five ten and fast. They're all the same player in in those respects. So they can put anyone anywhere. It's it's just totally interesting to me to see how well that's working out. It's solely just hey, get the fast guys in space and let them run, you know. So I think it's really cool. So yeah, yeah, it's their offense is crazy and it's it's fun to watch. I mean, Tua does a good job. I think they make the, his job really easy. Just get the ball out quick, which he's always been good at, and then let their quick players do the rest. So it's it's fun to watch them and. Yeah, I was telling Braxton earlier before we started recording. I, I really liked A Chain coming out, um, and I I liked his draft or where he got drafted to the Dolphins just because like they have a history of having running backs that get injured um, and not a lot of consistency. And I know A Chain is a smaller guy, but um, they're finally using him, and I think the right way, and it's it's showing. So it'll be fun to watch them the rest of the year for sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think the other, uh, I think I think the Dolphins' offense is is cool because like everyone knew they were going to be good, but like I don't think anyone realized it'd be this good. So that's kind of fun. The, yeah. the offense, I think everyone was is really caught off guard by. No one thought they're going to be that good. Is the Rams? I think it's crazy. Stafford's looking healthy, looking back, and then Puka Nakua, man. Puka. It's going on a tear. Freaking gotta, Puka. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I, I like McVeigh a lot as a coach. Yeah. Um, they've had, like, some weird things happen last year with, like, some random drama with, like, Cam Akers. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. They traded Cam Akers, and now, like, they're so consistent and crazy. But, yeah, their whole team, um, I don't know, in my opinion, are really surprising. I just picked up Stafford off the waiver because I have Herbert in a home league, and He's out this week. I don't have anybody, and I I feel pretty feel pretty comfortable putting Stafford in. Um, 
I don't know. He he might get Cooper Cup back this week. I don't know because I think possible. he's supposed to practice, it's possible. right? Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to practice, and I de- I definitely could see it happening, but I could also see them wait another week. So we'll see. But yeah, um, but yeah, and I mean, yeah, the Rams' offense altogether is really been blowing my mind because I mean, you have Kyron Williams, who he's literally the RB three in fantasy this season, and who would have thought? You know, everyone. I mean, people were drafting Cam Akers. I mean, not high, <laughs> but everyone was drafting Cam Akers. Like, like he has potential. He could be a guy. He could be the guy. But bam, Kyron Williams out of nowhere. So it's kind of it's crazy. true. I was I was all in on Akers. He had a really strong end of the year last year, and they were using him as the guy. But yeah, I don't know. I think him and McVay just must must not get along or something. But I think like the the workhorse running back is uh, kind of dead in the league right now. But for some reason they're they're rolling out Kyron. Like I I read something the other day that he he's playing the most snaps in the NFL um, at the running back position. And I think his use is their usage is like 90 something percent always on the field, which is what you want running back. And that's like, that's why running backs used to be so valuable. And um, it's, it's crazy. He's, he's pretty talented too. I mean, he's not the flashiest, but he, he does what he's supposed to do when he gets the ball and he's always going forward. So. Yeah, no, it's so true. And yeah, I mean, yeah, outside of McCaffrey, very few guys get in the volume of Kyron Williams. So definitely a guy so true. set it and forget it for now at least so. yeah set it and forget it I like that <laughs> but uh all right now I mean obviously a ton of guys would be surprised at how great they've been and how good they're doing but who you got as far as surprised how bad oh they are? man yeah there's definitely some disappointments dude um I'm a huge AFC North follower I'm a Steelers fan and I hate the Bengals more than anybody because they're so good. It's not this year. Like I, I, I they haven't won, right? Are they on four? No, they did. They, they did win did they last win? week. Okay, they like, did. Okay, not not this past week, the week before. Gotcha. And they actually looked half decent, but yeah, they they still only won that one game. So, but they're yeah, it's just, like Joe Burrow. I don't know if it truly is just the calf, but he just does not look comfortable in the pocket. He looks. He looks like a rookie. I mean, he looks scared throwing the ball. He's not throwing it to Chase down the field. Like, they're using yeah. Chase in a weird way, too. I don't know. It's overall just bad feelings for the, the Bengals. Um, yeah, I, so. I did see J- Joe Burrow. He's, like, he's literally dead last in the NFL of, like, air yards per target. Like, it is just dump-off city. It's, like, wide receiver screen. It's, like... Like, it's so weird. Yeah, just not, which is the opposite of how they've been. So it's yeah. just very strange because he's got the yeah. same team. He's got amazing weapons. It's just, yeah, is it the inj- injury? Is it a slump? Like, who knows? But it's been wild to see. It is weird. For sure. It's weird. I think Mixon's still, like, he's not anything crazy, but he's Joe Mixon. Like, he averages, like, three and a half yards a carry, but he runs it probably 20 times and gets like three catches yeah. so i think he's still okay but it'll be interesting to see how the year progresses if they start opening things back up um yeah just super weird i had so much stock in chase this year too i thought there's a chance he could be the number one overall player and 
well, it's not going to happen now. I mean, maybe they can put some things together for the, you know, the latter part of the season, but uh, I don't know. My, one of my best friends from back home is a huge Bengals fan. <laughs> he, he texts me every week. He's just so tilted. He's like, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, so uh, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. And uh, another one, <clears throat> another one that like, I'm just absolutely just so confused on in general is, I mean, the Falcons offense in general, but like, it's, it, it, I mean, a lot of a lot to blame is Desmond Ritter hasn't looked great, but no. I'm I, I mean I hope I hope I'm wrong. I, I want to be wrong on this because he's so talented, but I'm calling it after after this past week. Jonu Smith just blowing out Kyle Pitts in snaps and and uh, receptions and yards and everything again. It's like. I think this is the death of Kyle Pitts' fantasy stock, period. Yeah. Like, I, I've literally been seeing people put Kyle Pitts as, like, a drop candidate. Like, like what? Like they're not getting the ball. He's he's not the best blocker, which is very important to Art Smith. <laughs> but, yeah. but, man, not the guy you want in fantasy right now. Yeah. The highest – he was the highest – tight end drafted I think in NFL history and he had a really good rookie yeah. and just like I think he had no touchdowns or maybe one touchdown but ever since it's been really disappointing for sure I think uh, yeah, the Falcons no. had a good I think they had like a good week one on the running game with Algier yeah. and Bijan and then nothing really consistent after that so I, I agree with you yeah, and I mean, maybe things can change if they are willing to make a change at quarterback because, like, they've got Taylor Heineke sitting on the bench. And, I mean, he's not amazing, but he'll chuck the ball around, you know? So, yeah, it's true. I'm uh, not afraid to throw it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully things get better there, change there. And, I mean, I guess we can say the same for the Giants. It's so miserable watching Man. the Giants. <laughs> it is. It's really hard, dude. And I think, I think I don't know. I, I'm sure a big part of it is that Saquon's out. I'm, he's definitely like the big, the big chunk of the offense. But he, Daniel Jones can't do anything. Like he he gets sacked in two seconds if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't get rid of the ball. So, and then all of his weapons besides Waller are super short and they're all kind of like those, those dump off type of players. And so he's not getting chunk yards. doesn't have time to throw it down the field. Um, he can't really use his, his legs as much because they're already in the backfield. He doesn't have time to roll out of the pocket. I think that was why he was more successful last year. Um, yeah, it's just, it's weird with them as well right now. Not, not an offense I want to buy stock in. Yeah. And, I felt I honestly felt bad for him watching that game just because like in addition to just get like just pressure in his face every single play Daniel Jones like like had two just like pretty bad like red zone turnovers where and especially that uh, especially that pick um they got returned for a touchdown just just rough I mean he he's trying to get the ball out quick and just feeling the pressure making bad decisions so uh yeah definitely i mean like you like you you know super high on waller coming into the season i expected them to build on the super solid offense they put together last season but wow 
total it's night and day different. It's terrible. Like their offensive line yeah. looks like it took ten steps back. Like yeah, r- really really rough. So yeah, definitely yeah. if if when if the Giants can get to like a little bit softer spot in the schedule and put some stuff together, I mean I'm I'm gonna try to sell off my Giants players. <laughs> Personally. Yeah, that's so true. But yeah, maybe like if Waller has a good high week, yeah, yeah. I'd sell, try to sell him high. I mean, tight end market still, yeah, not the yeah. best, but yeah, that's that's a, they're a rough team. But I think this team that we're going to talk about last is probably one of the bigger surprises, and it's the Chiefs. I mean, they're still winning yeah. games, but they're not doing it in that old Chief dominating fashion. Um, yeah. It's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and nobody else. And if they're if it's not Travis Kelsey, it's not good for Patrick Mahomes or for any of the rest of the Chiefs. So Yeah, and the Jets really did what I've what I was thinking would happen uh more often than it has actually is the defense just selling out to make sure Travis Kelsey is not catching balls and making Patrick go somewhere else and then Especially a team like the Jets, like can execute that really well because they because they don't need to like blitz to bring pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Like their D line is crazy good. So yeah. I, I I mean I I that was definitely the Jets game to lose. Which I am on your side, Jets fans. I am no stranger to the Chiefs getting bailed out by ridiculous penalties. The Chargers have literally. I mean Justin Herbert alone has lost in overtime to the Chiefs four times. Overtime, four times, four losses. It, always always the late holding call, always the no holding call, always the pass interference. I mean the you can call me a you can call me the <laughs> NFL conspiracy theorist, but man, I uh I, I'm on your side, Jets fans. I, I, I yeah. felt that for you. But Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, that Chiefs that Chiefs game was interesting interesting to watch, and it's I think we were trying to bet on who was going to be that extra person um, uh, besides Kelsey in this game or in on the team, and you know we we're still trying to find that out. So yeah, no, absolutely, and um, I, I'm I, obviously I think that better days are ahead for. Uh, for the Chiefs, I mean, it's Andy Reid. They'll get stuff figured out. They they have actually have kind of an easier part of their schedule coming up. But, yeah, time will tell how that really turns out. <clears throat> but um, I have a yeah, I, I have another I, I, one. I'm interested to see. Yeah. I have another one I thought of just kind of. I think week one, me and you were both hyped about them. But the Jags are like, they're super weird right now. Oh, it's I, strange. Yep. Like, week one, it was like, Calvin Ridley's back. He's the man. Like, we're going to just put all of our chips on him. And now it's just, like, Christian Kirk's doing pretty good now. It's super inconsistent. And then, like, I'm yeah. sure Lawrence is okay, but I think he's not, you know, I don't know. I think he's supposed to be a top five guy, and I don't think he is right now. Um, yeah. The ETN is hit or miss. I don't know. I don't think they're awful. I just I also think that they're just a little bit – Maybe playing a little bit worse than I expected. Maybe I'm just weird, but yeah, no, I agree. I think I don't. I definitely think they're like 
underperforming as far as the expectations going into the season went. And part of me, I don't know, I was watching I was watching that game in London against the Falcons and part part of this to me just has such like a Doug Peterson like early in the season like feel to it where like like I feel like especially when he was on the like, coaching the Eagles, like I feel like it was always like very offense very slow start to the season um but then they kind of get it together at the right time so like maybe that's maybe that's the case and it happened last season too they were pretty terrible the beginning of the season but really got it together as the season went on so i'm that's not kind of what i'm thinking will happen but again like yeah yeah i I mean they've got the weapons they should be better than they are right now for sure i don't yeah i think the falcons also have a pretty good defense um I yeah. just and and they played the Texans the week before and the Texans I underrated defense as well. Yeah. Um, underrated so yeah, defense. I don't, yep. I don't know how actually worried I am. I just I don't know. I think they're one of the. I think you're right. I think as they progress, we'll probably see more consistency. So, um, well, this is the best part of every show. This is the prize pick special. Um, the way that we're going to try to do this going forward is. I, th- I think we have a good a good layout. We're gonna try to release something. You guys want to put in a little stack for Thursday night, um, and then uh, we'll try to release an episode either Friday or Saturday and go over more stacks that you could do for the main slate. Um, but Braxton put something together um, for Thursday night, and you know if you want to roll with him, I think he's got some pretty good bets in here. And um, yeah, why don't you why don't you lay it out for us? Tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, so this is one that I would, like, if you want to get in on this, I would get it submitted ASAP just because the closer we get to Thursday, I am pretty confident that a couple of these lines are going to go up and actually get worse. And so get this one in as quick as you can. Um, but I, I I threw down like a little three-pick flex on prize picks, and I've got Cole Komet getting over 31 and a half yards, that line, guaranteed, is going to be closer to 40 by Thursday. I, I've seen this too many times. That, like, he's had, he's actually had, um, he's actually had more yards than that for, like, five straight games or something like that. So, really, really generous line, in my opinion. I think he'll get the over on that. Uh, I also have Brian Robinson um, over half a touchdown so like brian robinson has act like the commander's offense has actually been going through brian robinson and um i don't know if you guys have been watching the bears this season but they are allowing quite a few touchdowns so They're brian robinson's about to fall in the end zone here sure. <laughs> like literally you saw the, the broncos literally ran all over them it was interesting um but then uh i also think Sorry in advance, Justin Fields, but I also think <laughs> Justin Fields throws one interception, so I've got Justin Fields over half an interception. Um, this, so this is this is kind of what I'm rolling with for Thursday. Not a ton else that I like. I, I look through it yeah. quite a bit, but um, but definitely we'll have more, have a ton more um, for like this Sunday's slate of games um, and whatnot. Yeah, but, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then I do have. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then I do have a little little pro tip for everybody out there yeah. playing fantasy football, um, especially 
especially on like Sleeper, where like the default. Um, I actually think ESPN switched their default to this as well, but the the default waiver uh, order in most leagues now are what they call like a rolling waiver, which means it has nothing to do with like how you performed the week before, but it basically just every single time you claim someone on the waivers, it puts you in the back of the, back of the line. So like if you're that guy who's super active on the waivers, which is good, but if you're that guy you're constantly going to be the last in last place every single week on the waivers. And so my, I know everyone submitted claims last night and, and so it might be too late for this week, but one like little hack that I've always used <clears throat> is once buys start hitting. So this week is a good week. And then honestly do this, trust me on this, do this for week seven. Week seven is the biggest buy week of the year. But what happens is uh, these first bye weeks approach and you got everybody stashing guys that they drafted with a ton of upside, stashing those handcuffs, stashing all stuff, but guess what? Multiple buys on their roster force them to drop players they do not want to drop. So the, the pro tip here is, especially week seven, do not submit a waiver claim on Tuesday. Wait it out to see who gets dropped. Wednesday morning, and then be up early. Like, put your claim in. You should be a lot higher than everybody else because you didn't you didn't use a claim, and uh, that'll get you some high upside. Some some guys that you want to to throw on your bench if you have some room. So, kind of kind of one thing that has uh, just helped me throughout the years um, yeah, as man. I've been trying to fix my team up that. a little bit for the the, the stretch. I'm gonna need that. The leagues that I'm in. Uh, right now, I'm struggling with a couple of them, so I, I definitely need to do that. And I know that there's going to be some players who are doing that same thing you you explained. So I'll definitely try that out because I, I'm I'm sometimes on top of it for waiver claims, but sometimes like I don't know the pool of people who you can grab is like eh, like should, is it even worth trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'll definitely follow your advice there. One thing I want to throw out before we let you guys go. Braxton and I have talked about this. I haven't asked Braxton if we wanted to do this, but if you guys, if anybody's actually doing price picks with us, um, if you're not familiar with price picks, like go download it and see if you can do it in your state uh, because it's like the easiest daily fantasy or betting fantasy football, I think, in my opinion. Because all you do is it'll give you a line of a player. Um, it'll say, you know, for example, Cole Komet was 31 and a half receiving yards, and you just choose over or under, and you do that for two to six players and then you get a uh, you know if you're if you're right on all of them or majority of them depending on which one you do you're going to get your money plus some back um and it's really easy to make some good money in price picks if you feel like you know what you're talking about so um but we brax and i have talked about this i think we should just like make it official i don't know how big our following is or anything like that but i think it'd be fun starting this friday we do like one stack Let's say we make it a $5 bet and we see from that stack what we can carry on for the rest of the season. And like that'll, that'll be our most confident stack starting in week five. So Braxton and I will work together. We'll come up with one that, hey, we feel like we can tell you to put five bucks towards this. And at the very least, you're going to make your money back and some change or you're going to double it up. And we're going to see how far we can take you to the end of the season. Yeah. 
Parker and I, we're not your we're not your fifteen leg parlay guys. We're no. we're not your all or nothing guys. We're the let's turn five dollars into five hundred dollars by the end of the season type guy. We'll get we'll get you there and yeah, we'll start uh we'll start giving you our yeah, call it the stack of the week or something and uh, yeah. yeah, let's see what we can let's see what we can turn that into. Yeah, I think that'd be fun because there's definitely like some of my friends who listen who want to do prize picks and they they're not familiar with it, but even just like this year, I've done more of those flex picks and uh, maybe the stacks as well, like the two two people stacks. And it's, it's easier to put those bets in because the likelihood of just two or three things happening is, you know, more more likely than those huge those huge stacks. So definitely, let's let's do it. Let's see what we can do. Uh, not promising anything, but I feel like we can, uh, you know, help you make some money by week seventeen. I don't know how much, but let's if you guys want to try it out with us. Um, we're going to give you that either Friday or Saturday um, and just follow us along on the journey. We're going to see what we can do and uh, make everybody some money. Let's go. All right. Let's do it, man. Uh, we, we were finally back. We're going to be more consistent. Um, we just had some things that were unexpected. And then, um, yeah, we're going to, we're just, I think we're going to shoot for twice a week, like we said. Um, we're also, just so you're aware, not that you guys have to, but I'm, we have a little video things that we record and I just toss them on YouTube just for the fun of it. Um, if you want to see our stupid faces while we're making, making stuff up on the spot. Um, in, my daughter came in on this one. I muted, so I didn't hear, but if you want to see her little cameo, <laughs> go check it out on YouTube as well. It's the same, same title. It's just fantasy, uh, football freaks or yeah. Fantasy football freaks. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah. um, yeah, come check us out. Yep. You know me, you know, I'm big, uh, like influencer youtuber so like and subscribe that's right you know <laughs> that's right yeah braxton's gonna take over when we're gonna get eventually we're just gonna work for prize picks and it's gonna be perfect that's right. so that's right yeah all right man pretty good okay that sounds good thanks for uh if you guys are tuning in um it's a huge help if you just press the plus button on apple podcast it means you're just following us spotify you can subscribe doesn't cost anything but you'll get notified anytime we put out new stuff and um, you know, we're just trying to grow, trying to help people out with some simple fantasy things and then also take you guys on this price fix journey. So, um, if you could do that, sweet. If you want to drop a review, if you know us, or even if you don't know us, like tell us honestly how you think we're doing. Um, that would be a huge help. Yeah. And, um, if you, if you, if you don't know us, drop a review so we can say what's up. So we know who you are. Cause at this point, only person there's... I know who listens to this is my mom. So <laughs> there's you know, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely some people on here because I've seen our little stats on the back and there's definitely people who don't know us who listen. So if you're one of those like two or three people, be honest with us. Cause like we're, we're new at this. We're just trying to do it for yeah. fun, but we also want to be your be best consistent. friends. Yeah, absolutely. So do that for us. That'd be a huge help. And, um, other than that, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys later in the week, and we'll we'll drop some more some more price picks and some more uh, predictions. Maybe we'll go over our starts of the week and stuff. So let's go. Okay, see you guys. Bye. Bye.